his inscriptions friends this is deborah perkins so glad to be with you today i wanted to share with you a word from the lord called take courage i've been studying the word courage lately there have been many people that have been calling attention to this idea of having courage in difficult times and the lord's been putting this on my heart as well and i just wanted to share this with you to encourage you as I began researching courage, uh, I found that in the dictionary, the definition is just a mental or moral strength to venture, to persevere, and withstand danger, fear, or difficulty. Synonyms of courage include resolution, spirit, mettle, and tenacity. And so courage is a firmness of mind or a firm will in the face of opposition. It's a strength that we have in the midst of our pain or our grief. And biblically, in almost every verse that has to do with courage, we're not told that courage is an impartation or some kind of a special anointing. In fact, we're commanded to take courage. So the question becomes, from where? From whom? Where is courage located so that we can take hold of it? There are, friends, there are times when friends encourage us, which is good, but there are also times when our only encouragement comes from the Lord. So I've been hearing the Lord admonishing his body to take courage in these dark days. And if there's a command to take something, then we have to assume that something has already been given. One of the things that helped me lately was that I had a vision with the Lord Jesus, and it showed me that courage is already available to us. This vision came when I was navigating some deep darkness myself, I know that many of you feel like you're in a dark place right now, and I, I just believe that this will help you. Over the years, I've had several encounters where I've been shown in visions the conditions of both the Lord's heart and mine. Uh, if you go to my website, you can, you can look up a post called The White Hot Passion of the Lord, which describes one of those visions that I had. Uh, the, the very first vision that he gave me he had shown me what a sin-infested heart looked like, just that it was a black heart. And honestly, when I saw it, it terrified me. It was just uh, really horrible to see what sin looked like in a visual sense. And then later on, months later, he had shown me a reddish color, soft heart of flesh, like the one that's spoken of by the prophet Ezekiel. But recently, the Lord again showed me my heart, just almost taking my heart out of my chest and showing me what he saw. And this time, my heart appeared to be yellow in color. And as he held my heart in his hands, I heard the Holy Spirit say that the color yellow represented, in this case, glory, light, and courage. I was reminded that the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and it's taken by force. That's from Matthew eleven twelve. A picture is really worth a thousand words. And before Jesus placed my heart back into my chest, three things became very clear to me by the Spirit. The first is that the body of Christ is about to see the manifestation of the glory of God that we have longed for. I really do believe that we're on the edge of something wonderful in the Spirit. Uh, Isaiah 61 says that gross darkness covers the people, but that the glory of God arises on us and it's manifest in us as believers. The second thing that was clear to me is that the light of Christ, again represented by this color yellow, 
the light of Christ as found in his word will illumine our paths and help us to see in these dark times. The Bible says that the entrance of God's word brings light and that the, the word of God is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. And so again, there was this sense of, of him just illumining the way in a time when many people can't see where they're going. And the third thing he really impressed on me was that a courageous heart is the condition most needed right now to withstand the trials that we're facing. So what does courage look like? Anybody living today knows that outside of the Lord, there is a short supply of courage. Most people are far more likely to be overtaken by fear than by strength or courage. And really never in the world's history has there been such a demonic onslaught of fear and sickness, corruption, and just outright evil in every sector and every nation. The fact that biblical prophets like Daniel and John were able to see these things ahead of time and even write them down for us doesn't make enduring them any easier. So as I've meditated on the book of Joshua, I've marveled at how frequently the Lord tells Joshua, be strong and take courage. Joshua appears to be the picture of courage. And it's really easy to see Moses' protege as a mighty warrior in his own strength, given the battles that he won. But I believe that the opposite may be true. It's a lot like the Lord to encourage us the most when we feel fearful, vulnerable, and weak. I believe that in the wake of Moses' death, while he was facing the greatest giants known to Israel at that time, Joshua may have felt a good deal more fear than faith. The remedy for Joshua as he began to occupy the promised land was not a special anointing, a fresh impartation, or even an angelic visitation from the Lord. You know, the angelic captain of the Lord of hosts didn't show up with his drawn sword until weeks later at Jericho. But in the beginning, the remedy for Joshua's fear was a command from the Lord to take courage in the fact that God was with him. God's already revealed promises would both sustain and strengthen him. So Joshua was required to take an active role in his own deliverance first before he could lead others to victory. He had to locate courage using what he knew of God's character and goodness. He had to act on what he believed. In the same way, our entry into God's kingdom of righteousness, peace, and joy is not passive. It's a resolute and forceful advancement into the, king, into the things of God. 2 Timothy 1.7 says that God has not given us a spirit of fear or timidity, but of power, love, and a sound mind. We have to take the first step of renouncing fear and confessing faith in God's power and all-sufficiency. God will then honor that courage by giving us an ironclad ability to persevere against all odds. Our courageous confessions are what release God's victorious solutions. New Testament believers in Christ possess something even greater than what Joshua knew. The spirit of a courageous, mighty warrior, the Lord of hosts himself, lives within us now. Jesus is the perfect embodiment of courage. The source of our courage as Christians is the living word. It's a savior who has experienced every condition of the heart imaginable. 
we take courage by confessing our faith in his eternal truth. God is with us. He will never abandon or forsake us. His word is life and strength to our minds, our emotions, and even our bodies. And so our ability to continue faithfully in trials is directly related to our ability to draw upon the courage in Christ's blood that is now releasing strength into our hearts and in our minds and bodies. Psalm 31:24 says, Be strong and take heart, all you who hope in the Lord. Psalm 27, 14, wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Daniel 10, 19, and he said, O man, greatly loved, fear not, peace be with you. Be strong and of good courage. And as he spoke to me, I was strengthened and said, let my Lord speak, for you have strengthened me. And finally, Matthew 14, 27, Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. What is courage for? Courage is not only given to us for defense or survival, or even to be the last man standing in a world that's full of war and injustice. It's given to us to advance the kingdom of God. It takes courage to deal with the sinful areas in our lives. We're called to be a holy people set apart for a holy God. It takes courage to face pain. Whether you have pain in your body or pain in your soul, you've got to have courage to forgive and to press in for God's healing. I believe that the Lord is reminding us right now to have hearts of courage so that we can confront not only what needs to be dealt with in ourselves, but also in others. The oil of unity, as it's described in Psalm 133, will flow again when we come to understand the impact our own lives have, either the sin of them or the fruit of them, on other members of Christ's body, and then we make necessary adjustments. Ephesians 5.3 says that not even a hint of immorality or greed is to be seen among us. Not even a quick glance or a lustful thought towards sin's trappings is to be tolerated. Why? Because a little leaven affects the whole lump. I believe that a weak, sick, and powerless church is one that has not used courage to confront the things of the flesh that stand in direct opposition to God. It takes courage to draw near to a God who is a consuming fire, but it's far better to gather bundles of tares in our own arms and bring them to the fire ourselves. Those who do so will lose all the chaff, but they'll save their harvests. It takes courage to share the gospel. Believers don't ever need to be ashamed to share the hope that's within us. And despite any persecution, this hope is needed by millions of others now more than ever. It also takes courage to stand up for what is right. I believe that the Lord wants to encourage some of us who are feeling maybe uncomfortable with the sins that we're perceiving in ourselves or in the spheres of influence we're called to reach. This is a time of exposure for, for us and for the world. And true believers are going to take courage by force to fight vocally and to fight tirelessly for love and justice, for freedom and truth, for healing and deliverance. The battle is not over. We have a long way to go but I pray that you will be encouraged as you study God's word.
I pray that you will actively reach out to somebody this week you know who is struggling and just stand with them in the darkness. I pray that most of all, we will all arise as a passionately violently violent army of believers who make kingdom glory, light, and courage more contagious than any fears. I pray that God will bless you and um, thank you for being with me today. Just ask the Lord to strengthen your hearts with courage to give you everything you need in a dark time so that you can advance the kingdom of God in your life and in the world around you. Amen.